Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Want to start the show? Yeah, let's start it. Come on. Like we only record twice a week. Yes, who is this? Ed Sheeran. White lips, pale face, breathing in snowflakes. See, Ed Sheeran started out as like a mellow guy. And then someone said, wait. you well, he's still mellow. He mellow? Really? He's, yeah, he's still mellow. Um, so, so, what's the one hit? You know, Jeff, what I'm One hit? About? Well, no, the one hit that, that like everybody was listening to like last year. Remember that song? I know, but listen to this one. Let's hear it. What is it? Okay. Hey. Yeah, like the last he evolved one. a little bit. Evolved. The guy is great, though. Is he? Apparently, now he's black. <laughs> Why not? Why not? No, he's just uh, he, he, no, this, this, this song this year is the biggest hit in the country oh, right now. It's an amazing song. I got like I eight, 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 I got like eight remixes. Oh you know, you know, what else is a really big hit. What else? All, all across the country, Caroline. What is it? What is it? Uh, keep listening. You'll hear okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. It's our theme song. All the kids are blasting Enos Maitland. Goddamn Enos Maitland won't won't call it. Listen, you know what? I have a plea for the listeners. Go on Facebook. Look up Enos Maitland. E N O S M A I T L A N D, and tell him to come on the podcast. Tell him we use two of his songs. We're not going to pay him though. Because he doesn't own the rights to this. Alex we, does. We, my, have, my, we have no money. How can we pay him? Imagine if he sues us and we can't use this anymore. Oh, my God. I would hate or that. Or Lecce. But can your friend Alex give us the rights to that song? He has. That's why he can oh, use okay. it. Oh, okay. Hey, guys. It's uh, March 22nd. It's a Carolina Cadilla show. It's a two Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm Carolina. I'm Jeff. I'm trying to get, trying to get uh, with Enon. He's somewhere. He's MIA sure. right now. We'll get him on later. I'm in love with your body. I love this song. I'm in love with What's your body. What's the other song talking about? Where it's just him and the guitar. Um, that was a mellow what, song, when too. I, when um, I'm old and I'm done. He had a lot, he had a lot of hits. Oh, I love. That's my favorite song, Jeff. What, Ed Sheeran? Oh, my God. Favorite. One I of my favorite songs. I a bunch of Ed Sheeran's. Um, yeah. About uh, You Need Me, Shape of You, Lego House was another big one from 2013. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? With the guitar? Yeah, I don't have it here. On oh, the anyway, anyway, so guys... Not know, easily accessible, sorry. Okay, listen, uh, we're back-to-back back with interviews today. We have a lot going on. We are. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Jeff? I think we finally... I don't know how you got her. I think we finally got her on the podcast. Do I have to, do I have to pretend I care about her life and <laughs> her nonsense? Yes, well, you can ask her her famous question about her butt. Everybody wants to know. Is it real? No, Is it I, have a, real? I have a couple good questions. Okay, um, anyway, so after uh, Kim K, we have also... 
Um, actually, no, we have Jack. We have Jack in like two minutes. Get ready to dial oh, him Jack's up. Oh, Jack's right. ready to come on? Yes, Jack's ready to come on. Dial him up actually right now. Has he seen any good movies? You know what we're going to do, Jeff? After, um, so we have Jack, we have Kim K, and then we have Nelson Seeley, who's the trans- Spanish translator for the New York Mets. He uh, he translated. I thought specifically for, for Cespedes. Jo- oh, okay, we'll ask him all those questions. I have a lot of questions. I don't to ask even want to say I- his first name. People say it all differently. But Jeff, I also want to ask him his take. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's uh, jersey was found. Yeah, a Mexican uh, person, man. Mexican per- Mexican. Per- hey, a reporter. He's the editor of a new uh, span a Mexican newspaper. Did you see the footage last yes. night? Yes. I'm walking out with it. And he and he took a, and he turns around and saw the camera. He looks at the camera like, oh, I'm, I did this. I can't believe I'm <laughs> I can't believe I'm being caught. I am being caught. But, but anyway, so I want to get Nelson Seeley's take on that, okay? That's a sports question. Actually, no, we can also get Christian Moreno, you too. You know what's funny? I don't even believe that guy's Mexican because he, he'd be the worst smuggler ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. It's a joke, everyone. All right, guys. You know, so we're back to back with interviews, and hopefully, <laughs> women will join us during the interviews. All right, and Jeff, uh, get Jack on right now. Get Jack all right, on. I'm getting Jack. Yes, get Jack Rico. Um, my what, one of my favorite favorite interviews. Oh, my prescriptions are time. Ready. Oh, Chuck Barris died. Man. Oh, Can I just yeah, mention that Chuck yeah, Barris? Yeah. If you're of a certain age, okay, yeah. you're gonna remember Chuck Barris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, creator of the Gong Show, creator of the Dating Game, yeah. creator of the Newlywed Game. Yeah. Chuck Barris was a brilliant game show guy the gong show is like a a a, a snapshot of the mid to late 70s of people just being messed up and you know what i i have to go back i guess uh, on on youtube and see the show because i don't i don't uh you know he'd curse and he'd bleep it out i I heard it this morning uh, that he had passed away but i'm honestly i don't remember he was 80 something right he had they did a movie about him a couple years ago the um dangerous mind i forgot the whole it's a very long title i'm I'm finding him in my contacts okay because i don't want to have to hang up on him because um kim k is calling 11 o'clock on the dot so i can't believe that um yeah yeah what's going on in the entertainment world happened with Jack. Yeah. It was, um, you know, Jeff, what's the question you wanted to ask him about the movie that you saw um, uh, um, uh, with um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal. You want to see, you're, you're not sure of the ending, right? I think Jack okay. liked it. I didn't okay. like okay. it. Yeah, though. yeah, okay. We're okay. going to talk about old movies? No, but That's I, older. I want to tell him that you have a beef with him, okay? Because you didn't like, you said he was one of the best movies? Uh, yeah, it just so. didn't hit me. Okay, let me ask Jack. You know, okay, but so we have I, Jack Rico, movie critic, NBC Today, Showbiz Cafe. You know, I'm proud. You know why? Yeah. Jack yeah. Rico is the. Um, I'll tell him when he comes on. But uh, yeah, yeah. He's the most famous person I have in my phone. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jack Rico. Jack Rico. Woo-hoo, you're on the podcast, sweetie. How are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm cool. sorry. I called you a little early. You, you know, know, you're the most famous person in my phone. <laughs> I just told my wife. We always ask celebrities who's the most famous person they have in their in their in their iPhone contacts. I think you said you have. I think you said you have George Lopez, right? That's right. You said that. Yes, George Lopez. I was interviewing George Lopez uh, <laughs> for an NBC Latino video uh, segment that I had called Pop Latino back in the day, and. George came in and I, you know, I usually do a lot of research. You know, I, I like my interviews to to be the best that they can. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I study the heck out of these things. So he came in. I was actually a little late, believe it or not. I felt really embarrassed. That you he had were to wait late, for me. Jack Rico. I was not late. You. He was already there. Wow. The thing you. is, when you're in this business, yeah. the one thing you notice more than anything is that you're always punctual and the celebrity is always Ex- late. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, so I yeah. said, all right, he's probably going to be 10 minutes late because he's George 
fucking Lopez. Of course. You could be an hour <laughs> and I'm late. Like, I'll kind of just get there five minutes, you know, ahead of time, you know, or, or like before yeah. he gets there. Yeah. And he was already there. So oh I God. was so embarrassed. What Yet I already knew everything. But I what did you do. say in that case? I'm sorry I'm late. What do you say, Georgia? No, no. I, I, I literally ignored it. You know, oh, I was really? like, if he doesn't say anything, I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But it made me look like a badass. You know, even yeah. though that's yeah. not what I was planning on, I think yeah. that's the way it came off. And he was okay with it. And then. A- did After the interview, did he, did he whisper to his publicist, never again with that guy that always shows up late? <laughs> no. <laughs> after the interview. Yeah. Because I had done so much research and I was bringing up stuff that he probably that was didn't of remember. Right? interest to yeah. him. Oh, yeah. good. And it was like little things that not many people would know. Jeff does like that was, too. Yeah. I yeah. would listen. All right, check it. Check it out. The most successful interviewers are always the ones that do the most amount of research. You're right. You're right. And research I- is everything for an interview. Yeah. So, for those of you guys listening out there that want to be, you know, that want to interview people, do tons and tons of research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good because advice, Jack. Good advice. When you do heavy research and you bring up stuff that no one even talks about or that that person doesn't even remember there's a level of respect and admiration exactly. that immediately oh. occurs between you and him exactly. also, also carolina by the way don't not interrupting is a really good uh, trait too. <laughs> No, but Jack, She's jumping you know, in on you like Jack, every half a second here. Jack, you know what? So, uh, you know, when we get guests on, you know, uh, like maybe from Fox 5, you know, uh, from some of the shows. Oh, from the Fox, from Jeff, the Fox Network. Jeff yeah. does all the um, research more than I do. He'll ask some questions like from their past, like yeah. when they were in kindergarten. They're like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. You know, and it's good because I actually don't do that. I'll ask more current what's going on now, you I know? Mean, you know what? I'll actually watch. Sometimes I'll watch a show. I mean, just just. I, I hate when I watch interviews and I know that they didn't see that they've never seen even five seconds of the show that, or the film that the person is in. So I try to watch a oh, whole. That episode. happens all the time. Oh, all the that time. That happens all the time. But I think I think they know it. I, they're there to promote it. You know, the celebrities understand. You know, they're you know they they know. Like Jimmy Fallon didn't read the book half the time. Not that he has anybody. No. Well, at that book. at that stage of the game, you know, you're you're talking about the the elite. A-list here, like Fallon, like those type of shows where they have like 20 producers working right. for Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jimmy has a hundred things to do, so he can't take time out and read a whole book right. to just interview somebody and make notes. That's why he pays somebody else to do that. Yeah. But, you know, in our case, we kind of have to do it, but you do enough to try and impress the person you're, you're, you're speaking with. What it does is it, it, it cements a level of credibility between you the manager, the the agent, exactly. the publicist, mm-hmm. and the artist. Yes, that's right. And so once I left and we were walking out, he goes, hey, you know what? Why don't you jot down my number, man? Let's keep in touch. That's wow, nice. Wow, nice. And he just gave me his phone number. And I, I've had a few people do that to me already. Wow, that's And I'm great. like, wow, that's pretty pretty cool. And so that's when you know that you guys hit it off and that there's a level of respect there. So Good that's advice. how I got George Lopez's number. Great advice for you guys is starting out in this business, wow. you know, how to do a proper interview by Jack Rico. Jack, you should you should teach a class like that, maybe, or do a, just a <laughs> you should, because you master, have a lot of people, class. you have a lot of people going in and thinking, okay, look, I'll just interview them on their show and don't go back and do some research, like you were saying, you know, so what you just yeah. said is like, you know, valuable information, you know? Very good. Let me ask you something, Catalina. How many of your listeners are people that call you or try to communicate when you said, hey, how can I become 
I'm like Carolina Cadillo. How can I have my own pocket? Oh, Do you ever get any of that? I, I get tons of that every single day. Let me tell you something. People asking me, how, you know, how did you start in radio? How do I get a podcast? And that's just me, yeah. by the way. That's just me asking <laughs> that. <you know? laughs> but, but Jack, let me tell you something. Uh, Jeff has a bone to pick with you. We don't have too much time because we're back a, to back with interviews. I don't have Jeff. a bone to pick. It's just, you yes, know what? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Tell Jack why you're, well, no, you're I a little trust, annoyed. I trust Jack Rico in um, uh, reviews quite a bit. I, I totally trust you 100%. As a matter of fact, the movie I'm talking about is... Um, uh, Nocturnal Animals. I love the movie. Jack, you gave it a rave review, right? Raving review. One I, of my favorite movies of last year. I, wow. I agree with you. Guess who didn't like it, though? God, Jeff. I couldn't get... Could, I, I got through the whole thing. I, it just left me cold. All um, right, Jeff. So, so here's a question. First of all, let me just kind of give the listeners a quick overview of Nocturnal Animals. Uh, Tom Ford, the fashion designer. Right. The guy with the most expensive suits, the most expensive clothes. That guy is a director. But he's... One of the most stylistic, beautiful, cinematic directors. That guy shoots beautiful movies like his ads, like his clothes. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. give you that. And it stars uh, Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal. It has like an all-star cast. Um, the movie is a thriller, but it's about a woman who's this artist, art dealer, and her husband is a writer. And the movie is a movie in a movie. Exactly. So Told you. it's v- yeah, it's a movie in a movie, and it takes you from real life to then the book movie that's right, in there, right. and then like a flashback reality. Told as well. you. So there's like three yeah. narratives that are going on at the same time. My, I the could, part of the yep. for you guys out there is one of the most uncomfortable sequences of movie making exactly. of the last year. Exactly. That's the stuff that makes you squirm in your seat wherever yes. you are. Yes. Jeff? What did you not like about this movie? What did I not like about it? The I, ending. I had, what are you no, irritated no, about? I had, di- I, had di- I had difficulty. I actually had difficulty following the story, and I, I didn't even understand. This was my problem. I'd watch it again, but my problem was I didn't even understand that Jake Gyllenhaal was playing two different roles. I didn't even get it. He's playing the husband, the right. real-life husband, but then he's playing the character in the book that right. he wrote. Right, and you know what? As far as I'm concerned, you're not allowed to put Amy Adams and Isla Fisher in the same movie because they look alike, okay? They look like the same woman to me, right? Aren't they both but, in it? Yeah, but so I don't know about that. Jack's the, angry at me the, now, I can Isla tell. Isla Fisher was supposed to play her because he, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was using her as a inspiration. Exactly. I'll have to watch it again. I just it just left me. And cold. you got to watch it with me. So, uh, all right, I I understand. I will. Yeah. And I, then I then I did see men. We saw Manchester by the Sea rather quickly. And I got to tell you, I liked it. Okay, but I didn't. I did, I thought Casey, it's a depressing movie. It's it's a downer. But you know what? I got to tell you something. I'm uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, shut the podcast off right now. Okay, there you go. Now, you, now, <laughs> so now I can say when when the kids die in that movie, I did not feel an emotional connection to them because I there was no buildup for me with those kids. I didn't see them. I didn't know them. Suddenly they're dead, and it just and his his performance, while great, was to me was just one note the entire movie. And I like well, I, and I still enjoyed the film. In the acting universe, Jeff, that they call it's a nuanced performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, I nuanced means. It's an understated performance. Right. It's about a man who's grieving. Yeah. Very- a man who lost his kids, lost his wife, lost his life. Yep. I love the, look- he Yeah. So that's why he was like he couldn't be like super angry because he was always like in a, in a moment of shock. Now, 
Fences by Denzel Washington was I didn't a, see that. loud, was We're getting to that. it was angry. Yeah. And so that's why I think he would have won it. But listen, I agree with you. I don't think that Manchester by the Sea was that amazing or that his performance was that outrageous to win an, an Oscar. It was, it was watchable. It was and by the way, he's also a sexual harasser, man. Yeah, that's what they say, right? He's paid people off. But then again, Michael Jackson paid people off too, right? So you, know, you, <laughs> you pay, you pay, you pay to it's get, true. make, you pay to make things go away. Sometimes there was something. You, you know what I like? You know what I really like? we watched together? We liked the Mel Gibson movie. We liked Hacksaw oh Ridge a lot. Oh my god, I love that movie. You know, we liked that it. movie. I liked that movie up to no actually the beginning of the movie i wasn't crazy about i thought he was like hey i'm l2 shucks man right right (laughs) i was like i i'm not feeling that and then when he's like challenging the army and saving all these people's lives that's when the movie really came alive it was very violent and bloody oh it was a it was as bloody as any world war ii movie saving private Private right right like a saving private yeah i mean and you know mel listen i have jewish friends including my mother who happens to be jewish she won't see it are you jewish yeah i I, they won't see it you hate mel gibson because he's an anti-semite you know honestly i i look he was raised that way i mean he's apologized he's donated a lot of money to jewish causes but i don't hold it against people i mean if he if he had done things i mean i don't know if he had if he's killed people or if he's done genuine harm but to me your phone's blowing up man. who's texting he's you? a movie maker you know i look I, <laughs> I i mean i know a bunch of people who won't see that movie on principle and i just said listen i mean yeah he did some horrible things but i like the film and i'm not going to hold it against somebody i mean it's not like a big deal i rented it i gave him i gave him I gave the, the the DVD Express box two dollars of my money to watch a, <laughs> to watch a film that I really enjoyed. I'm not going to hold it against. Hey, you know what? I just cut my Netflix DVD plan off. I'm just sticking to my streaming. No way, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You know, I just I started thinking. It's like, why am I giving away like seven nine ninety nine to Netflix for the DVD uh, when I'm first of all I just I mostly watch the films already before yeah, they come out. Right. And then and then sometimes. Between the time that the movie comes out and the time it comes to Netflix, sometimes it takes about three to four months. Yeah, that's because true. of the window. Because of the window, so I'd rather just pay three ninety nine and just download and just it stream. on iTunes. Yeah, I, I agree. With you, instead I agree. of spending seven ninety nine a month, I'm old fashioned. I like discs for some reason. I like CDs, but with my DJ business, I download a lot of okay. stuff. So, hey, Jack, ahead, we have two minutes left, but I want to ask. I'm going to get your take on something real quick. Um, the Willy Wonka uh, Broadway play is opening, I believe, in next week or in two weeks. And also, yep. a new Broadway play is coming up based on the Monopoly game. Really? That was announced this morning. Oh, what are I your, know. What, I think it might be a little ridiculous. What is your take on that? Or the Willy Wonka or the Monopoly? Willy Wonka is... Is, is is ripe for a musical on Broadway. You think it so? has all the characteristics. Mm. It has outlandish characters, mm-hmm. memorable characters, incredible music, and it has a beautiful family message to it. So it works perfectly well with okay. tourists coming to New York. Built in audience, Monopoly right? One, yeah. it sounds ridiculous to me. It I sounds agree. like a cash cow that's trying to make as much money mm-hmm. off of a familiar brand, but that there's really no storyline to it. I mean, they would have to come up with a genius way of doing it. And last I heard, Lin Manuel Miranda wasn't writing it. Oh, <laughs> oh so. yeah, there you go. I just heard some of the Mo- Moana music. You know, I didn't see Moana, but wow, some of those songs are great. He the really guy, is a, a he really is a poet. The He's guy a, is well, a here's the other thing I wanted to tell you. Uh, I have Groundhog's Day coming up in April. I'm going to check that out. And let you guys know about it. Okay. Also, Amelie, which is a one of the best. French films ever made. Yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, yeah. That's also coming to Broadway, yep. and I'm excited about that. There's also a Broadway musical coming out called War Paint. If you know anything about that, 
It's the rivalry between Elizabeth Arden Cosmetics and Helena Rubinstein. No Cosmetics. way. Oh, that's a yeah, Carol- so it's like the two that's a Carolina movie Titans show. And it's Patty Lupone and Christine Ebersol. Oh, I got to oh, see wow. that. the two giant That's the equivalent of Joan Crawford and Betty Davis on Broadway. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I got to see that. That I want to watch. That cool. So that's happened. Yeah. That's all three of those are happening and tonight I'm seeing Mark Ruffalo, which is the Hulk from the Avengers, Ooh. is going to be on Broadway tonight. I'm going to see him in The Price, so I'll let you guys know. He's, he's a really good actor. I loved him in. Uh, he was in Spotlight too. Yeah, he that, was in. Oh yeah, exactly. He's been he, a lot he was of, nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, for Spotlight. yeah. He's really. He's like a. So he, I'm he, seeing it tonight. I'll let you guys know how yes, all that is. Yeah, Jack Rico leads such an exciting life. Hey, listen, know, my friend. I, thank you so much for coming on. Please give everyone your social media where people can uh, hook on and see what you're up to. I'm also eating. Yeah, so uh, you guys can hear me on the highly relevant podcast, love, love, uh, which love. is now on Revolver Podcast Network. So no oh, nice. way. Oh, nice. You're in the family. Just join. The Catalina and Jeff yeah. show. So uh, thank you so much. Keep on the Hobbs um, brothers. And it's a pop culture podcast. We talk to celebrities, but we also talk to regular people. We have discussions, segments. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. It's bilingual. It's bicultural. It's meant for people who live in English and Spanish. Nice. So like my um, wife. My wife lives in both worlds, sort of. <laughs> yeah. So that's who that podcast is for. And you can always check me out on showbizcafe.com. I'm on the Today Show. Uh, I'm uh, writing for NBCNews.com. You can catch me on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Just uh, hit me up. Have you seen Hoda's baby in person yet? Haley? Uh, No, not in person. She hasn't been bringing them by, but I'll be... On the Today Show, April third. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll with Holden Kathleen. We'll, we'll, so, we'll be watching. Uh, we'll be watching. All right, you guys got it. Un abrazo, gracias, Jack. We love you. All right, Take care. Talk movies abrazo, next week. Abrazo, Take abrazo, care. Bye, bye, Jack. I love having Jack. Does on. Jack, Jack, Jack used to say, "See you in la cine." Yeah, you didn't do that. What's up with no. that, Jack? I love Jack. My phone it's... is blowing up. It's all the well, oh, okay. Hey, listen. So, um, is she calling my number? Yeah, she's calling your number. What's her name? Kim K. Kim K is coming oh, up. Okay. Yes, yes. So let's see if she comes on. She, you know, Jeff, it's been taking me. I uh, thought you were talking about somebody else coming on. That's why I said well, what's no, her name. Nelson Seeley. Oh, also. that's right. What's yeah, his Nelson name? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the Mets translator. Anyway, um, so uh, let me let me tell you. So, Jeff, you know. There came out a list yesterday. Actually, do we have time for that? A list of, of words that will make you sound old? Yeah, I, I know. My wife accuses me sometimes of sounding old. Like when I just said Chuck Barris died, I'm sure a lot of people say who? With a question mark over their head. Oh, by but, the way. And well, Chuck Berry died. A lot of Chucks died this week. You know what? We'll talk about that after our interview because there's so much going on right now. Um, but you know what? You We also were watching, what's the other game show where the contestant to get the one letter? What's that? That's um, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, right? I, watched the, I saw, that, oh I saw the viral video and that guy knew he was going to go viral. What, what, what was the word now? The the the, um, the puzzle. The, it was a streetcar N A blank E D desire. So the only thing missing was the to make it. But that's a classic. Doesn't everybody? But know if that? you're young, you might not know a streetcar named Desire. Listen, Jeff. You know what? I'm not. Is that is that our, is that our, is that our interview? Yeah. Is that Kim K? Answer it. Answer it. Oh my God! Here, answer hold, it, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello. Is this Kim K? It's gotta be. It's. It, it must be. Is this our interview, Kim K? Hello. Oh my God! Is this her? Kim- Hi, how are you? Oh my, oh my God. God! We have Kim Kardashian on our podcast. Hi, Kim. How Hello. did you do this? Finally! Hello. Hi, how are? Finally, get her on. She's so hard to get. I, I finally was able to meet her publicist, get her on. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous too. Gracias. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! You speak wow. Spanish too. She's bilingual. Yes. Como está? Yo estoy muy bien. Here's the thing. Yeah. Fue fluente in mi escuela secundaria, <laughs> pero 
No puedo hablar, Toto. Pero puedo comprender, Toto. So I got a little bit in me. Wow. I got a little bit in me. And it's crazy. And, you I, know, I, my mom has me doing a big podcast circuit in New York and LA. I'm happy to do it. And, you know, after season 13 has launched of Keeping Up, I'm just doing a lot of more interviews. Oh, my God. Now that everything is kind of healed after the robbery i'm just ready to hit the ground running with the podcast so it's an honor and i've heard some of your episodes and you guys are hilarious oh my gosh thank you you heard our little podcast thank you i'm I'm stunned (laughs) i have i you know what on um sometimes in my downtime when we're traveling i do listen to podcasts so okay i love it you have downtime that's what i'm wondering do you have downtime really well not to sound too bougie, but like when I'm on the jet or, you know, driving from the airport, we do play podcasts in the car and on the plane. So I have oh, listened wow. to a couple. I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody wants to know about your famous butt. Everybody's been asking because I, I said. You just go right I, into that, huh? Yeah, no, because I sent oh. a lot of, uh, I told people we might have Kim K. I'm also on ESPN on the weekends. So automatically I get um, inbox questions. Ask her about her butt. Is it real? Is it not real? Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And I'm totally used to the question. Uh-huh. Um, I would say do some research and watch. There's an episode on Keeping Up. I think it's like season eight uh-huh. where we actually do an x-ray. We do an x-ray to prove all the haters wrong. Oh, so okay. it is real. Oh, my it is gosh. Real. And yeah. My, As, my, you know, I've been asked this question for the past eight years, so I'm totally used to it, but um, <laughs> it's real, guys. <laughs> hey, listen, so, yeah, I heard about the uh, Paris robbery, so sorry about that, but you're okay? I mean, the whole family's fine? Yeah, you know, it's it's still, like, a journey, obviously. It's only been five months, but I'm to the point where I'm healed enough that I can talk about it and describe what happened and um, like I said, on season 13, I do open up about it to my fans because I, you know, we share everything on the show. So I'm not going to keep it a secret yeah. what happened to me. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people that think it was fake. And that that is just saddening no. to me because I, I don't know who has the free time to make up something like that. I mean, really, hmm. I have two babies at home. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I'm suspicious here. Wait a second. What are you talking about? Well, uh, well, I'm just suspicious. What it, are you sa- about? it sounds like Kim Kardashian. It is to me. Kim Kardashian. It sounds a lot. Her it sounds. Called I, me I know, but three you, weeks my ago. wife is never successful in getting big celebrities on. <laughs> are you kidding where, me? Where did you meet Kanye West? Hmm. Where did you meet Kanye? Kim. Kanye said he met you at a fashion show like three years ago, right? Oh no, I'm saying where did he meet you? I'm asking. I'm just I'm just checking to make sure this is the real deal here. You know, where did Kanye meet oh, you? Kanye, Kanye and I met like eight years ago at a fashion show. There, oh. See, there and you we, go. You know, okay. There you, you go. want to hear the whole story of how we met? Um. Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> so we were actually. <laughs> I don't know if Jeff really wants to hear it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. If you saw the studio, I'm trapped behind a board here. I can't climb out from behind the mixing console. So, Hey, you guys. Hey, you know what? Let, let, let's tell people what's going on, okay? So, uh, in reality, uh, it's not Kim Kardashian. We have impressionist. Exactly. That's a, that's, a da- that's a damn good Kim. She is excellent. I, I mean, must say. Natalie Friedman, you are amazing. 
Jeff, where are applause is Jeff? Oh, there's our applause. There's our applause right there. I'm sorry, we have, we have cheap sound effects. We're a podcast. Did I have fooled? Did I have anybody fooled? Goobin Goobin is fooled. Yeah, damn, Goobin is not here today. Goobin, Goobin is sick today. I'm so uh, sorry. I'm wondering, is he just silently in shock? No, <laughs> we're being, we're being, we'll be asking him really rude questions about your ass, yes, okay? Yes, yeah. I thought. Something was missing. It seemed all too nice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. We're, we're, we're very polite. We're a married couple, you see, my wife and I here. So, you know, we, we're very polite to people. <laughs> I we're will, like we're like a middle aged couple are. arguing with people. You know, I, I will tell you though, uh, I have to say, Natalie, you are much better looking, gorgeous, more than Kim Kardashian. Oh, thank you. That's a great, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's that is a great, great uh, impersonation of Kim Kardashian. That's really good. Let she, me ask you something. Uh, how, you. how did you start um, do the impersonations as a young child, or <laughs> and how did you get into it? Yeah. I would say as a young child, it started out with just like watching TV and then I'd like mimic what I see, kind of like a parrot. And then like in high school and like middle school, I would do impressions of like teachers to my friends. Oh, wow. Like teachers and principals and other people in our school. And they'd be like, oh, my God, you sound exactly like them. I'm creeped out. Oh, my God. And then I would start doing celebrities. And then when Kim became famous, I just started like blessing and curse i started just doing impressions of her and then it grew to more celebrities so. now let me ask you have you ever used that like you know make a prank phone calls using your uh voices yep definitely in the high school days we had a lot of slumber parties me and my friends and yeah i just said slumber party wow <laughs> and um, that's an old phrase right Carolyn? <laughs> you know, we just did a we sex totally prank yeah. And, and then eventually it got so well known that Natalie does pranks in my high school that it was like, is this Natalie? <laughs> oh, nice. So, 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 you, so you've done, um, so what, did that morph into doing stand-up comedy or, or act? Did you do high school plays? Were you, were you, were you a thespian? Thespian, I'm saying that carefully. In uh, high school or did you just go into stand-up? Um, I did a little bit of theater, a right. little bit, um, but I mostly was busy with dance team. I was on dance team since a young child, oh. so... That's kind of what gave me that love for the stage and uh -huh. performing. And then um, I got into improv and sketch comedy. And then I moved to New York at age 20. Wow. And, you know, started training and acting and improv and then started with stand up. And so then I, you know, I really took it seriously. I said, I want to do these, I want to, you know, have a career in acting as a professional actress, not just, yeah. not just, um, you know, doing pranks and no, impressions. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you something, because I've been at Caroline's Comedy Club, um, you know, a couple of times. Um, how was your first time? Because I know when I first got up on stage the first time, I was a nervous wreck. And I also did a Broadway play. Really? I was, yeah, I was shaking. I was. Sh I did vagina monologues with 50 actresses. I was literally shaking in my boots, you know. But So your first oh time. Oh, my God. That kind of surprises me, because you seem so, I mean, you're so outgoing. But even outgoing people get shy. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. I had oh, a butterfly. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was like, sh I was sweating bullets. But once you get on stage, Stage, I think that all goes away. I mean, how was your first time? Yeah, I would say the first time is like that, just because there's so much uncertainty and you're thinking the worst. What if I bomb? And once you get the first two jokes out and you get the response, you're like on a roll. But definitely the first couple times doing stand up, it's it's unlike anything else. It's really a crazy thing. So um, I was nervous the first couple times. So you did open mic, I guess you did open mic nights in New York, right? That kind of thing, like everybody does? Yeah, I did open mics to start, and right. um, yeah, that was that was it. It just kind of kept growing and getting on stage, and meanwhile auditioning and doing acting projects, so 
Any inspiration? Yeah, I'm, like, happy to, I'm happy to be on the podcast. Oh, thank now. you. Nice. Like, any any uh, any um, female com- comics that you you were inspired by that got you into this, or you just kind of like you said you got it from the dancing, and then you've kind of got a love of performing. Or is there anybody that influenced um, you? Yeah, I always watch stand up. Um, I really like Whitney Cummings. I like oh, her yeah. energy. I like her material. Right. Um, you know, I did. Uh, I did watch Schumer a lot. You know, she started on like Last Comic Standing. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. watching her on there. And yeah, cool. Um, she actually went to the same acting. She went to the same acting school as me. So it's kind of interesting oh, how just... you know some some paths cross. And yeah, I look up to a lot of male comedians as well. Hey, uh, Natalie, we also know that you do more voices. Who else do you do? And you also do cartoon voices too, as well, right? Yeah, I do. Um, I do Nicki Minaj. I do Mariah Carey. I do Amy Schumer. No way. Um, I do a lot of accents and then some cartoon characters. I don't know if you guys watched. Did you guys watch Rugrats back yes, in the day? Yes, of course. Yes. You like so Rugrats? You'll, you tell me. You tell me who this character is. Yeah, see if you remember. Okay. Bobby, you always get all the attention. You're like always taking all the toys and Phil and Lil and me are just so jealous. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. I know that character. Oh, my I God. I know that what, voice, what, what's, too. What's that voice? Um, <laughs> Come uh, on, fan. Oh, my God. Come on, super fan. <laughs> I know the voice, though. Do you want a hint? Yes, yes, yes. Red hair. Oh, that, was that the kid with the glasses? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What was his name? Oh my God. <laughs> You're younger than me. You Chucky. should know this. Chucky. Chucky. That's Excellent. Right, Chucky. Oh my God. Hey, oh, you also do Ivanka Trump or Ivana Trump or Ivanka Trump. Ivanka. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's it's no it's uh, no problem that you can't pronounce her name because <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who, who needs to pronounce that? Ivana with a K. No, that's I all. do. I do the Trumps. I do Melania and Ivanka, uh-huh. which is funny and um. You know, it's just like I've been cast as both of them in projects, and it's like, don't hate me, don't hate the messenger. I, I, I'm doing an impression. No, yeah. it's just fun. Yeah. That's all. That's, that's like fun. Alec Baldwin. Everyone hates Alec Baldwin right now because he does an impression of Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, yeah. big deal. You know, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So let's hear your impression. <laughs> You're putting on the spot. So, like, perform for me, monkey. You perform <laughs> me, monkey. Go, <laughs> do it. Be funny, right, Carolina. Let's see you do some tricks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Do you uh, hate? I, I, I do it every single night. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys want Ivanka or Melania? Uh, I want a Melania. Yeah, let's hear a Melania. I just feel like I don't know why Jeff and Carolina have not invited me on their podcast yet. Oh my god! I just want to clear. I just want to clear some things up about the wall because it's just not as bad as it seems. So that you should just so talk to me about it. That is so good, <laughs> my God! No wall in that bedroom, I bet. That oh. old man's probably happy. Hey, I have to ask you a question. Are you are you <laughs> ma- are you married, Natalie? You have a boyfriend? Um, I'm I'm talking to a few people. Um, okay, we'll or, see or, if they'll, they'll listen to this episode, but not married. Okay, um, so oh. I'm able to focus on my career a thousand percent and. Uh. Uh, only I tell everybody that I'm out. My career is Bay. So. Yeah, only because I'm just curious. Like, um, have you ever had like a you know been with somebody you know sexually? And they wanted to use another voice because <laughs> I know my husband. Oh, that's a funny question. <laughs> you know, because no, I've never gotten that request. No, you guys I, need to think more creatively. <laughs> I want to pretend I'm doing it with Amy Schumer. Go <laughs> now, now. 
Talk listen, dirty. Listen, oh, man, that's I, funny. I, Maybe I, if she does the Kim K voice, her, her butt will grow a little. Yeah, bit. exactly. Because let me tell you a secret, okay? Listen, I, I, I speak English, but I'm also Spanish. My husband's Jewish, so some days he'll say, talk to me in Spanish. Let me see. Yeah, I want to be with somebody else. <laughs> Well, my man, you know, it's horrible. I love it. Hey, well, listen, you have another, you have a project um, for April 1st. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so as a courtesy to my fans and listeners, I'm doing a big April Fool's campaign. Mm -hmm. So if you go to celebrityvoicecall.com, it's totally free. Mm -hmm. Um, I will prank whoever you want, um, totally free. You get to pick which voice I do. There's a drop menu of voices that I do. And I can prank, you know, whatever it is, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your sister, maybe, you know, maybe your, maybe your cousin really doesn't like the Trump. So I call them as Ivanka or Kim K or. I like that. So that that is um, something. Yeah. It's just a fun little thing. And I'll be doing, you know, all the phone calls on April 1st. So go to celebrityvoicecall.com to sign up. Carolina and Jeff, I expect you guys to sign up, too. Oh, I, w- I definitely I'm, I'm will. I'm going. I'm there, man. I have a couple of people I want to prank anyway. I'm hey, there. listen, well, are you also going to be performing again at Caroline's or at Gotham soon? Yeah, I have a monthly show at Caroline's, Ooh. and it's actually called Trump Day, and it's a big political show. So you can, you guys can see all of that, that scheduling on my website, which is natalievfriedman.com. So a lot of, a lot of fun performances coming up, and more podcast appearances, so it's, it's a busy month. It's oh, really I'm fun. I'm so excited well, for you. We're gonna have you. We're gonna have you in live next time we have a live. We do the uh, the yeah, thing in the city, you know. Yes, and Pretty I cool. actually actualmente fue fluente en español. <laughs> I love uh, I love your Spanish. Pues, it's so it's. Your Spanish is so. I know you're from the Midwest. Your Spanish is so Midwestern. It's it's great. You know I what I mean? It. It's like it's is like it? so it's so American. It's like very understandable. It's like my oh. Spanish. <laughs> hey. I know I know about Romeo Santos. Okay? Oh, you do? Oh my okay. gosh. Okay. Well, that's right. Hey, Natalie. No, you know, I, I always love Spanish. It's just if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, I was fluent. That's and it. I can read everything, but it, you yeah. just lose it if you're not using it every what, day. What, did, you take high, did, did you take high school Spanish? Is that what it was? Yeah, I took high school Spanish, and it was really easy for me. Like, it was, I excelled in it, so I took advantage. Oh. You know, I took a trip to Mexico, and by that point, I was totally fluent. And uh, it just, oh, wow. we, you know, yeah. years pass, and it goes away. Yeah. But I think that if you put me in a, a Spanish-speaking country, I could figure it out for sure. It would oh come back. I tell Caroline all the time. Kind of, I'm sorry. What, yeah. I, what I remember from my Spanish is, Esta Susana en casa? Yeah. Si. <laughs> Con una amiga. <laughs> Donde está en la sala? No, en la cocina. <laughs> That's that, how he got me. That, yeah. That's how yeah. I. That's yeah. how I turned my wife on. Exactly. Okay, Natalie. That's oh. that's what did it. That is so Jeff, sexy. Are you still? Are you still a little bit fluent? Or um, I un poquito. I yo hablo un. I <laughs> <laughs> I speak some Spanish around that here. That is very Midwestern too. I think <laughs> Thank you. More Midwestern than me. Long Island Midwestern. <laughs> yeah, you know when my mother-in-law is here. Okay, when Donna's here, I speak. And I don't call her Donna, by the yeah. way. But when she's here, I, I I do the Spanish from my mother-in-law. But she wants to speak English. That's the right. Your mother always wants yes, to speak English. Yes, yes, but it's very broken. Jeff, like, speak Jeff, English to me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, Natalie. So uh, you're on social media. Tell people, please, uh, where they can find you. Yes, my Instagram and Twitter is Nat Friedman TV, and uh, Nat Friedman TV. Friedman is spelled F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. So oh. I post impressions on my Instagram, and you guys can follow my journey in comedy and acting and. 
No, cool. Promise to make you laugh. Uh, you know cool. what I'm going to do? I'm going to repost uh, your uh, last, what you posted this morning. I think it was this morning or last night. And I'm going to have a picture on, guys. Follow her. She's gorgeous. She's single. Oh, thank she's you. looking thank for you a man. So much. She's, she's looking for a man, really? <laughs> I didn't what? know that. Is this a man? No, no, no. Not looking for a man. There you go. She's got Never a career. She's well, got a career. Listen, listen my go. friend. Continued success because you are amazing. You're gorgeous. I I, I can see. We're going to see your movie someday. We're going to say, we knew Natalie when. That's <laughs> she was right. on our podcast. Exactly. You know? Oh, thank you guys. No, I'm honored to be on the podcast. Thank you so much. I would so love much. to come back. And I, I listen to you guys and you guys crack me up and... Carolina, your laugh is so infectious. Oh, thank I love you it. It is, so right? Much. Thank <laughs> you. Absolutely love you. Is. Thank you. Listen, can you take success? Oh, and I, I forgot to say Skywalker. Skywalker. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, li- you, you guys are going to see me. Everyone's asking what I'm, where I'm going to be seen soon. So um, I will announce soon, hopefully, um, where you guys can see me. Um, but I don't want to say too much. So anyway, listen, Natalie, I okay. love you. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Thanks for and coming thank on. Thank you. Love you guys. Success. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Take care. That's Bye. Bye. Wow, she's really. I love the Kim K. Yeah, wow. the Kim was Amazing. good. The other one was good too. The all good. My, I know? was like, yeah. wow. I, I wanted we to could, hear. We, I wanted to hear her, Amy Schumer, and ask her. You know, I wanted to get dirty with her, but it's all right. <laughs> you know, because hey, Amy Schumer, you know, says a lot of wacky things. Listen, guys. So we we're back to back with interviews Sorry, right now. My wire's tangled here. I got to okay. get up for just get a second. Get ready for the next I'm right interview. Here. I'm right here. This wire's get, get tangled. Get gotta, ready for the next interview. Oh my god, I'm knocking stuff over in the studio. Uh, okay, here. Uh, oh, so, so guys, we said we had um, Nelson Seely who is the uh, Spanish translator for the New York Mets. Well, I think specifically for Yuenny Cespedes, Jeff, you Yes, Yuenny okay. Cespedes last season. Uh-huh. When you watch Cespedes being interviewed, there was always this guy standing next you know, to him. Jeff, you know what's funny? So I'm I'm in bed laying down, just uh, you know, working on my, on my... I'm always on my iPod, right, Jeff? Or I, my, my iPad or yes, my phone. Every phone, time you walk in. Phone. So I'm doing some work. Jeff goes, oh my God, get over here. I go, what happened? You have to watch this guy translating for Yuenny Cespedes. And Yuenny Cespedes was talking like a mile a minute, right? Yeah, and, and then you're like, how does this happen? You know how translators are. Like they'll they'll listen to the guy talking for like forty five seconds, and then they'll say, "What did he say?" And the translation is, uh, "That was a good game." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what. <laughs> great game, great game there. You know, that's so funny. Anyway, so listen, uh, Jeff, dial uh, dial Nelson, please up. He's waiting for the phone call. Um, you can do it with my phone. Um, no, we'll do it with my phone. Yeah, my phone seems number. to work yeah, better. Yes, your phone is better. This way I can, okay. get, I can get stories out. By the um, way, if you want to donate to our GoFundMe so we can finally buy a phone system for this podcast. And by the way, this this, this podcast is free. You don't pay for it. And, um, and and last, guys, we heard that we were one of the top podcasts. So we have to thank you um, from the bottom of our hearts. All right, seriously. Yeah, um, uh, thank you because it's because of you that this podcast is number one right now. Uh, so again, thank you. But if you want to donate, we still could use money. Like I said, we need a lot of wires. Just update the studio. You don't need any more wires. Uh, I'm no, not sp- <laughs> it's like spaghetti back here. I don't oh, need a wire, okay? You need, we need one a new wire. Fo- no, we need to a new phone up. system. We're being, we're being, we're, we're, we're doing an interview. We're I don't being- hear the music. Shut up with me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we Shut have a GoFundMe up. page. It's Carolina Cadillo Show, a podcast. Uh, dollar, two dollars. It's all Why welcome. Why don't you do me, Webin? Okay. Jeff, please get on. I want Nelson to bang C- you. Your wife is Claudia. <laughs> I love you, Webin. Where are you? Where are you, Webin? You, know you are always working nine hours a day for twelve dollars. We gotta call Webin after this, okay? Maybe he's like a maybe. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna try to get him on as much as we can. Like I said, he's he's <sighs> working a lot now. He saw his other job. Okay. Yeah, making six dollars for the day. <laughs> no, that's his old job. I'm talking about. No, he's at the hospital anymore. Oh, that's what I meant. 
Hello. Hello, Nelson Sealy. Hello, it's Aunt Jeff on the Carolina hey. Show podcast. How are you? Hey, how you doing? How We're doing great. Excellent. Listen, thank you so much for finally coming on. Listen, guys, before we before we do the interview, I've been trying to get Nelson on for since last year, right, Nelson? <laughs> I, yeah, you know, but. Due to timing, it couldn't work out, but, you know, we finally made it happen. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity. Oh, listen, so um, you know how I be? I I actually got to know your name? So I'm telling our last interview that um, I was in my bedroom just on my iPad working, and then my husband says, get over here. I go, what happened? He goes, you got to watch this this uh, this interview, Nelson Seely interviewing, I mean, translating for Joanny Cespedes. And it's amazing. Well, I didn't even know his name. I said, you got to come out and see this guy. He's listening to Cespedes talk seconds, and then he sums it up in like six seconds. Yeah, I, it was like a, it's like an ability to me to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nelson, how how easy is that or how hard is that? You actually have to be thinking ahead um, because mm-hmm. what happens is it, it all depends on where the guy's from, you know, the ball player. So he obviously Cespedes is Cuban. You have Dominican ball players, Mexicans, Venezuelans, the whole nine yards, but. The problem is that each guy talks differently. Yeah. And, you know, you can be from Puerto Rico or Dominican, but still talk different than a certain part of the island. So the tricky part is there, there are two things to it. Uh, the words that he's saying sometimes don't always translate the same to English. Exactly. And then what he's saying, what he's saying, he can say a message that's, you know, 20, 30 seconds. And then really when you sum it up, it's 10, 12 seconds. And then, you know, if it's on TV or print, they can look at you saying, hey, he's not translating word by word what he's saying. So. You have to just always try and, you know, go to, to the main point. And sometimes it won't be word by word, but it'll be 80, 85% of the message you're trying to yeah. get across. So you get the message out, but yeah. But Nelson said, hold on, hold on, you're going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah. It's happened, to me, it's happened to me a couple of times. Really? But I would say more towards the print side, not too much on TV. Cespedes actually talks very good Spanish. Uh, for someone who hasn't been here long yeah. um, and get put in a tough position. Uh, but there's other players um, that it's not, they don't necessarily talk, uh, you know, well-rounded Spanish. It's just they might use words that don't necessarily translate to English. I've had Dominican players use, I don't want to say slang, but words that you would say, you know, with your buddies and whatnot. And when you try and translate it to English, it just sounds completely off. And <laughs> you scratch your head while it's happening, but, you, you know, you just make it happen. Now, let me ask you, when you're on TV trying to translate and maybe you, you lose your train of thought, do you actually tar- start perspiring like, oh, my God, I'm like, shit, shit up's creek or something? You know, like, oh, damn, what am I getting myself into? I'll be honest with you, especially being in New York, there's times where there, if it's post-game or a big moment, there's a lot of fans. And a lot of times you'll have nice fans or a lot of times you'll have mean fans and, and they're yelling stuff. So what I do is I, from a mental standpoint, I zone everything out. I'll go out, but I don't. I know there's a lot of people, but I just focus on the person who's interviewing Cespedes and what he's saying um, and just try and get the point across. Because if you start focusing on a lot of cameras, a lot of attention, uh, you know, you're on national TV, X, Y, Z, you can lose your focus. And that's not something, you know, you yeah. want happening yeah, in life. Because he's right there. Yeah. It's different. It's different. But Nelson, have you ever had somebody say to you, that's not how you translate that? You said it wrong? And it ever happened to you? No, not not that. I mean, okay, okay. Maybe they went back when they were, you know, uh, if it was a, a person who works on the Hispanic uh, market, and yeah. maybe there was a word or two that they didn't necessarily like. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, directly to me, I never had someone uh, tell me anything, to be okay. honest with you. Be- only because, I'm asking you that because once um, here in New York, when it was uh, when it snows, the mayor does his special news reports and he's got a Spanish translator. Um, I'll say, you know, that's really not word for word. It's not right, what, what the saying. mayor said, you know that? So somebody, need- but no one ever said something. So I'm curious to know, um, since these ballplayers are talking like a mile a minute, <laughs> if you ever like just recaptured and summarized everything up in your own head. You know what? You, you want to know something? I've had people say mean things on social media. So, you know, the, the trolls? Of so course. What I, what I, yeah, I've had, I've had that before. You know, more from when the team wasn't winning. Uh, mm. When everything is going good, everyone loves you. But, you know, obviously your name being out there, people are going to, you know, they'll find you on Instagram or Twitter or whatnot. Oh, really? You know, ignore those. You know, I, I mean, honestly, it never bothered me. I thought I... I it was funny, you know, you're laying in bed after a long day of work, you just read it and it makes you laugh out loud. Oh, my God. Yeah, because no he, yeah, he's got the job. He's but, like, screw you. But, I'm, I, I'm still working. You you could sit out there in your little computer and make fun of me, but <laughs> I'm the guy standing on the ball. I'm the guy standing on the ball field with your cesspitus. And, you know, uh, so how do you get into how did you get, into tra- how did you get in, How did you get into translating? If I can yeah. ask, like, where did, did you yeah. did you do it for minor league teams? Or did you just jump into the majors? How do you, is there like a way to do that to get into it? Well, actually, last year was the first season where MLB uh, plugged in the actual translator uh, per that. team. Prior yeah. to that, it really didn't have a, a system structured. So I think it's, it started uh, really with, with Beltran when he got upset after something that happened with Pineda with the Yankees. Yeah. Um, and then he went to the Players Union, and that's where it took off. So were you a team translator, or were you only for Cespedes? No, no, no. Uh, with the Mets, it's a twin, uh, team translator. Oh, okay. Uh, but probably, I wasn't working with the Mets uh, prior to last season. Okay. Um, I was at ESPN in the headquarters in Bristol, but I had worked in baseball. You know, I started my career with the in Tampa, oh. um, and then from crossed over to now as a title title job. I never had one before, but there was a lot of instances where you know you had to help the guys. It just never, it wasn't on camera per se. You know, that's one of the first times I ever came into translating uh, was in 2009 when I was working with the Marlins. I don't know if you guys remember, they, they had a closer named Leo Nunez, who then got into trouble with name change, and it was Juan Carlos Oviedo. He's Dominican. Right. Um, and then, remember, I was coming out, we were at Sunlight Stadium, still not at Marlins Park, and then the offices are very close to the clubhouse, so you open one door and then go on to the big tunnel, and then the clubhouse is across. And then he called me over in Spanish because he had one of the guys from the Palm Beach Post. And he said, hey, you know, come here, come help me out, uh, because he spoke English, but very basic. Right. Um, oh. And he wasn't, he wasn't too comfortable with the questions being asked so he says come here before they end up writing the opposite of what i'm saying uh so that's when i that's one of the first experiences i've had but obviously you know growing up uh bilingual i was actually born in the states but i didn't know english when i went to school because my grandma didn't know any english growing up oh, uh, so, okay. uh, so spanish is just it was as if i i was born in latin america so i had no issues with that yeah, it was just yeah. crossover to the professional side, you know? Hey, hey Nelson, I have to ask you, uh, between you and I, translating, is a paga bien? Does that pay well? <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Nobody else is thing. listening. No one's listening. Don't worry. <laughs> a lot, a lot, here's, the, here's the tricky part that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. You pay uh, taxes like every single ball player across the country. So your check's never going to be the same. I'll tell you that. You know, you right. can be in... In Chicago, you can be in Los Angeles, you can be in Vegas, you can be in Atlanta, and you're always going to pay taxes based on those cities. So it's tricky, especially being in New York. And I'm oh, from Florida. Yeah. That's right. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah, when, when, I, when I left the Marlins, I had never worked out of Florida before at that level. Oh, um, that's so when right. I went to, yeah, 
yeah, ESPN, I was making good money. And next thing you know, you know, I get my relocation uh, check, which was a good amount of money. And I see a, a big reduction. And I'm like, what's going on here? And it was state taxes. State and in taxes. Florida, you only pay it. Yeah, in Florida, you don't pay that. You There's no state some, state income tax. Yeah. Oh my gosh, were you yeah, like so, were, you, were you like what the hell? <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. Bring me bring me back to Miami. Oh, wow. So, so, do any of the do any of the players ever want you to help them with their English? Ever do you ever like? Yeah. The, yeah. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of ball players, and not just with the Mets. I would say in baseball in general, that they speak English, but it's very basic. And what happens is when you're in, when you're in a market like New York, you have so many beat writers and TV guys and radio guys, uh, okay. post game or, or post game, that they're coming at you left and right, especially depending on the moment. Right. So they're using work that these guys can't necessarily process. You know, they don't process basic words, you know. But gotcha. if you're if you're saying sentence and it's, you're saying uh, this situation was regarding, in, in a fast-paced moment, he's not going to understand what regarding is. So then that's where they, they, they get lost. Um, and it's just, you know, it's the same thing with Bartolo. You know, Bartolo, he'll understand uh, basic English, but when you start, you know, throwing these bigger-type words, they get lost, you know? Right, right. I can understand that. Uh, let me ask you something. Two questions, actually. Um, out of your translating, you're with these ball players a lot. Does a friendship grow out of that? Like, can you pick up a phone right now and say, hey, Joanny, what's going on, baby? You want to go drink something? <laughs> well, it's funny. I was, uh, I, the other day, randomly, uh, I get uh, a missed face from Bartolo. Oh, and wow. he's not one, yeah. So he, true story, and then I'm, I'm like, wait, what? So I call him back, and he, he doesn't pick up the phone. So then I send him a WhatsApp because he likes to, the first he thing. likes to communicate yeah. WhatsApp, but voice notes instead of just writing. Yeah. And then you know, I actually have to reach out to him because we were supposed to meet up before spring training uh, ended. Uh, obviously, you know, he's with the Braves now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I have contact with those guys, but I'm not one to, to bother too much. You know, we'll, we'll keep in touch and throughout the off season and whatnot, but. For the most part, it's not something where I'm trying to text them every day because I'm like that. You know, give them, give them their space. Okay, Nelson, I have to ask you a. Oh la- no! I, I Watch to, out! I have to ask you a ladies' question. Watch okay? out! You're, so you you've been in the you've been in the locker room with the ball players, right? Yeah, I mean we have to be pregame okay. and postgame. Oh. Just- Okay. I mean, because you yeah. do stuff in there as well, and you okay. know, and, okay. and sometimes it's just not translating. You're doing other stuff to help them out. Okay, uh, you, don't, you don't have to answer this question, by the way. It's, I can tell by my wife's face where she's going. This is a question for the ladies. Okay, you've yeah. obviously seen them naked. Okay, <laughs> which is the most blessed guy out of the New York Mets? Oh if you can God. answer that, my friend. <laughs> I don't think he looks that low. Look. <laughs> You kind of when when you're in the locker room so much, uh-huh. you just ignore it. You know, as if you're walking in and, and it's just oh, you're, I, it's, it's a different zone. Okay, so I, it's I, not as if, you know, I'm, I'm next to someone and they're and they're changing and I'm just staring at them. You know, I'm just minding my own business. I think, but you never, so you but you never said, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. Well, He's so, not going to tell you. Played, if you've ever played sports or you you worked around sports, it's going to happen. But you just. You ignore it, you know. It's, I, I mean, it's like walking into a barbershop and then certain topics come up that you just feel like, really? Did we just talk about that? But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, the thing is, I think as a man, you're going to look at it from a different point of view as a woman, you know? Yeah, but I, 
I they can go different avenues. I told my wife that when I'm in the uh, when I'm in the gym and these guys are standing there, sh- they're they're shaving naked. Okay, it's kind of unnecessary to shave naked. And then the guy starts oh, talking please. to me about stocks oh, with his with his wanker hanging out. He's like, "Hey, you hear about this?" I'm like, "No, I can't have a serious conversation with you <laughs> because would, you're naked." Okay, I would not mind being in there. Hey, well, listen, Nelson, muchas gracias, <laughs> finally for coming to cast, and we look forward to you We're working on a lot of future projects. I hope you come back on and yank about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and I, I'll keep you guys posted with my next move. I'd love to have you in my house. You could translate what my wife says to me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just now, I, I turned to me like Nelson. What'd she just say? What'd she say, Nelson? Nelson, be awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you so much. I had a great time. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye. Oh my God! All right, so he didn't answer my question, did he? Did Nobody my- wants to answer your penis question. It's a crazy <laughs> hey, question. Get Goobin on. Get Goobin on right now. All right, hold he's, on. He's, he's, All right, hold he's calling on. in right now. Let me call Goobin. Oh my God, it's so funny. I so think it's funny, funny that uh, that uh, Natalie <laughs> said Goobin instead oh of a bean. I was dying to laugh when she said Goobin. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Freaking laugh, man. I know, so funny. Oh, Webin's got a moment? Excellent. Yeah, he's no. got a moment. He's calling in now. Webin's uh, got 50 million jobs now, so good for him. He's making money. Good for him. I know. He's happy, so felicidades. He's on the Luis Jimenez show, so felicidades oh. for Webin. So congrats. Yes, felicidades. Big congrats. Yes, exactly. On the radio again. Exactly. Hello? Hello. Oh, <laughs> Webin, so listen, we just had Nelson Seeley on, who's a translator for the New York Mets, and I'm asking him the question. Uh-huh. I'm asking him the question. Okay, you're in the locker room all the time. ¿Quién lo tiene más grande? ¿Quién lo tiene grande? My wife wants to know who's got the biggest penis. Of you course. Know? Of course. And, and, and who, is, who is this person? Where does she work? How does she do what? No, no. he's a translator for the Mets. He translated Cespedes all last yeah. season. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, but that, between dudes, that you don't look at penises. You know what I'm saying? I, I told my that. wife that. I don't believe you know, you that. Might, you might take a... You might take a glance and shit and be like, oh, damn, and then just keep that shit to yourself and keep moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, listen, so before that, we also had um, Natalie Friedman, who is a big-time impressionist in New York right now. She's all over. She was just on Elvis Duran last week, and she came on the podcast. Guess what her first question was? What? Where's Goobin? She said, where's Goobin? I thought yeah. he was going to... Where's Goobin? Where's Goobin? Who, who, who did you have Siri on? No, or, no, she's a translator. The Siri, the one that calls me Goobin? Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, Siri no, does. No, but she's like that, no that was the first question. She was she's all over. She's been doing. She's on the podcast tour right now. Ellis Duran yesterday, and now she's on our podcast. She asked, "Where's Goobin? Where's right. Vivian?" Yeah, she said we were very polite. Like you know, we yeah. were waiting. She wanted. She was waiting for the dirty aspect of yeah, things. Yeah, she I think. goes, "Where's the dirty one?" I go, "No, he's not there. He's not here right now." He's I don't know how she got. Oh. How she knew, you know. He's, I'm glad I'm the I'm the pervert, the dirty one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does make hey, you feel good? So, uh, what means in between? He's on Luis Jimenez's show. He's got to go back again, but he's got a couple minutes for us. So, we're going to try to record the podcast at night when we're all free because we're all busy right now. We've been real quick. So, a survey came out this morning that um, when you go out to dinner, like for a date, like when you go with your wife and your kids, the normal time to sit down, have dinner is 90 minutes, okay? If you want to have good service. Um, and also, when you get the check, don't linger, okay? Okay, don't linger. And, and, you know, in my mother-in-law and her friend's case, I'm not kidding you. My father, will, too. They will linger for two hours Se- after seniors, the check. Seniors sit there, I think. After they pay, after they pay the check? Yes, after. They linger two more yeah. hours. That's understandable with old people because they forget that they paid the check. You feel me? They got that fucking old people memory, you know? <laughs> I know. They forgot they paid. The 
Yeah, they forget that they paid. But you know what? I don't. As soon as I pay the check, I want to get the get up and get the fuck out of there. Me I really too. don't want to. Yeah. You know, I, I, I only leave a $2 tip on a $50 bill. Yeah, you want to fly out of there really quick so they don't get your license plate and track you down. I and understand. We're being right. real, we're, I want to get your take. We're being on, uh, you know, so Tom Brady's jersey was found. Un Mexicano, the, you know, editor, Spanish newspaper, stole it. What are your thoughts on that? Again, giving us Latinos a great name. Fucking, they're giving Trump the right to fucking just shit on us. We're being a fucking Mexican guy fucking the, the, the jersey. Is that the is he is he the worst Mexican smuggler ever or what? I mean, God yeah, Almighty! Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, you know, you got Mexican drug cartels smuggling fucking drugs like uh, on a on a, uh, on a trampoline and shit, and this guy steals one fucking jersey and gets caught. Yeah, he's so, uh, he walks up with a plastic bag on something, and then he stares at the camera like I'm he's, guilty. He stared at the camera. Would be just see him. Like, oh crap! <laughs> oh crap! There's a camera there. That's the look in his face, right? <laughs> Fucking idiot! <laughs> but what do you do with the Tom Brady jersey, anyhow? Well, it turns out he also had the jersey <laughs> and another jersey from last year and a helmet from one of the guys on the team as well. Right, he just like to have it. I, I know, but how do you get away with that? And you he, don't. Now you're caught. Uh, but do, do you think <laughs> we're being now? Here's a question for both of you. Okay, do you think he deserves jail time? The, the the FBI is now investigating I mean, now. The thing is that he stole something that that's uh, memorabilia that's that's worth uh, over a thousand dollars. So it, 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 of course he's gonna get jail time for a that. A thousand? So. It's probably worth. I probably worth. I'm too some collector. I'm, I'm saying that, it, that I'm saying that it's worth over a thousand dollars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm talking about maybe ten, yeah. fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. For so the jersey? Of course he's gonna get. He's gonna get. He, he might not get jail time. He might be. Uh, you know. Find or some shit. I'm just thinking, like, who could you couldn't even show it to anybody? Like, you couldn't say, well, "Look what I got," because you you stole it. So you just have well, it in your house, and you're excited to have a jersey in your house that some guy wore in football. Believe it or not, believe it or not, the black market for that type of stuff or stolen stuff like right, that. There right, right. But it just seems black market. Yeah. What I don't understand though is he's the editor of a big Spanish newspaper in Mexico. You're the editor. I mean, where do you think this is going to go? Honestly, you know. But it's Mexico. Yeah, I... You know? I know, I know. I'm just saying it's Mexico, so you know I mean? He can probably yeah. get away with certain well, things. listen, Levine's got to go back to... There's different see. rules for Mexico. Yeah, Levine's yeah, got to go... They're calling me. i got to go okay. back on there. He's got to go back to Levine's medicine. Okay, bye, Levine. All right, take care. Okay. Bye. Hey, listen, well, listen, guys, thank you. We had so much fun today, right, Ted? Well, yeah, that was that was quick. We didn't even do any news at all. I know. Do, do you want to talk about the do news? We, do we have time? Is your tape going to run out? No, there's not a tape. Listen, we didn't do the segment, but Carolina came up with a story about if you use certain phrases, it makes you sound old, and she just used one of the phrases. Am I going to run out of Tape. Actually, Kids don't know what tape is. They, they think of tape as scotch tape, you, uh, you know, know or masking tape or duct tape. Yeah, yeah. so they I, don't know you record things on tape. I actually heard this yesterday. I came up with one. I said if you if you say I have to dial that number, that that sounds yes. old because nobody dials. You don't anymore. dial anymore, right? Yeah. So you know, yesterday yeah. I was watching Kelly um, and uh, Jerry O'Connell. Here's the top wor- ten words that will me- immediately make you sound old. And some of these, some of these don't even work to me. They're so they're so outdated that they don't they don't mean they don't make you sound old. They, they don't mean anything. Exactly. To, if you, some, go ahead. Hey, after this, we're going to end with a <laughs> uh, something for you, my friend, my husband. So get the little timer, ding, 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 because I want to see if you know. Jeff is oh, thinks he's a sage. El sabe todo. He knows everything. Right. He thinks he educates me. So uh, oh, I know end, I educate you. I have you a kidding? word for. Jeff, 
I bet you he doesn't even know. Oh, okay? Here we go. This she loves to do this yes, to me, yes, my yes, wife. I think yes, she's yes. so freaking uh, As a matter of fact, if you want to call a couple of people, ask them first what the word is, okay? Um, no, we okay. already did this when you screwed up. Remember, you couldn't, you didn't okay. know that, that simple okay. word we I, had on the show. I, I, what was the word again? Um, Nefarious. Ne- ne- uh, nef- it's nefarious. Nefar- so you still didn't learn it. <laughs> Nefarious, okay. I, I, I forgot what the word. Anyway, underhanded, so, sneaky. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's that called? Oh, that's what's that coffee? Oh, that's from the um, the coffee cup. That's from uh, Blue that's Bloods. from Blue Bloods. Oh, when okay. I did Blue Bloods, okay. I stole a coffee I'm cup. I didn't mean yeah, to. Yeah, okay. The guy should give all the props back. <laughs> and I had the coffee cup in my pocket. There was nothing in it. You know, they actually put liquid in it because they said when you ever watch television, you can tell when someone has an empty cup. Because their arm moves like there's nothing yeah, in it. Exactly, that's so fake. You can tell they're not drinking anything. But so. they, but they gave me liquid to help. Oh. They said it'll look like you have something in it. What, what liquid was in it? Water. water. Uh, they they right. put, by the way, they put water in your beer bottle when you're doing oh, that scene God. in the bar too. You should have still bottle. You know, I'm out of here. Champagne is yeah. ginger ale. Go ahead. All right. I'll oh, ruin so, television for you. So ten words that will automatically make you sound old. Okay. Okay. So, go ahead. Number one was pocketbook. I don't say pocketbook. I say purse. I still think some people say pocketbook. Uh, your mom says pocketbook. Yeah, it's my not. Mo- my mother says cartera, so I don't know. Cartera. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, get my mom on the phone real quick. I want to ask her if she knows how to say cartera in English, okay? You got 12 minutes left yeah, here. Yes, okay. Um, oh, 12 minutes. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. Where's the phone? Um, whippersnapper. Whippersnapper is a very old phrase. It's like th- that That doesn't make you sound old. It just sounds like okay. it's, it's outdated. Okay, get my mom real quick. Young, tape? You're a young whippersnapper. Okay, tape. Eh. Tape. You just said tape. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, Xerox. I don't say Xerox. Do you yeah, know? that's old. That's like Kleenex. Yeah. When uh, people say, get, you know, you ever have, growing up, I had, I had parents say, uh, uh, woman, get your drink out of the Frigidaire. Remember yeah, that? Remember? Gonna, wait, are you listening to me? Yes, before I you did. just do you remember Frigidaire? Yes, I do. All right, we're, we, we're going to run out of tape, and we're not. We're gonna not and that's not tape. Stop already. Whatever. Okay, floppy disk. I Nobody says floppy no, disk no anymore. Does. That's not old. That's outdated. Stewardess. Stewardess. Um, you still hear people say stewardess. That makes you sound yeah, older. Yeah. Flight I, attendant. I say flight attendant. Uh, let me see. No one says secretary anymore, by the way. Yeah, they, it, assistant. I, executive assistant. assistant. They, they still say okay. secretary. I've heard people say and that. And grody? I don't know what grody is. Like grody to the max. It's a valley girl phrase. Oh, okay. I from the heard. 80s. Okay. Oh. I've got better ones than that. I told you. Hello? Hey, mom. It's on the show. Hola. Carolina Cadillo Show. ¿Cómo está, mom? Aquí bien, gracias a Dios. Mama, bien rápido, ma. Eh, en inglés, ¿cómo se dice cartera? Pocketbook. Oh, my God. There you go. Ah, See? Mommy sabia. You don't have to sabia esa palabra. You this daughter of yours. You hit us crazy. What's the matter with you? You think... Because I'm a taruga, no? Okay, Bob, we love you. You're crazy, you're crazy. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. You're crazy, you're crazy. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, let's still go, go down the rest of the words real quick because I have a word for you. Okay. Um, icebox? No one says that. I said icebox and Frigidaire are okay. two really old ones. Okay, dungarees? Um, you know, I know you say jeans, but... Uh, no, it's a dungarees. We okay. don't say dungarees uh, much. Groovy, anymore. groovy? No one says that. No one says groovy. And Some people was, say groovy here That was there. the last of the words. That's the word for you, Jeff, okay? Uh, hold on. Uh, Let's see if on. you know this... No, oh, where's the word? All right. You ready? Yeah. Mononymous. What was it? Mononymous. I bet it's magnanimous. No, mononymous. How do you spell it? M O N O N Y M O U S. Mononymous. It means uh, you're selling yourself. No, no, no. You know who might know Marlene? Call Marlene real quick. She does not we know what time? that word means. We have time to call? Yeah. Okay, hurry up. I don't want to run out of tape. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <All> on. <laughs> and put that music on again. I have to get Marlene. Okay, we got to get Marlene. What is that? When the CD keeps running. Is Marlene calling? Is Marlene calling? Yeah, we're okay, going. Let's go. 
Hey, Marlene, you're on the podcast. Real quick, Marlene. You know what the word mononymous means? Well, what, what's that word? I didn't see you spelled it. Mononymous. M-O-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Jeff, what is the, what's the Jeopardy music? It means you're going by one name is what it means. And then, and then you just looked it up. did not. That's what <laughs> it means. That, you're, that, that, that you have nobody else but, but one person. No, it means you're so famous that you only you only go by one name. I got it, didn't yeah. I? Did <laughs> I look it up? I didn't look it up. I, I once I realized what she was saying, which is I got it, I got it immediately. Sorry. Marlene, sorry you won. No For example, reward. Madonna. Yeah, share. Share. Marlene, name mm-hmm. one person. Name one person more, Marlene, for the thousand dollar reward. Prince. Oh, Prince. <laughs> We, we have no thousand dollars. So bye, Marlene. Take care. We love you. Bye. How about Carolina? Is that <laughs> right? Bye. Bye. Take care. All right, guys. Listen, if you want to reach us, 516-637-3254. You can oh, email oops. me, carolinacadillo.gmail.com. We're all over Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, oh. at Carolina Cadillo. Uh, Jeff, your info? I wasn't ready. Hold on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. We're running out of tape. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not running out of tape. Uh, at Jeff Jensen's show on Twitter, The Real Jeff Jensen on Instagram. Jeffrey Jensen on Facebook. By the way, if you want to know what's going on in the world today and you tuned into this show, you know nothing more than you did when you <laughs> first tuned in. Tr- Trump is trying to get his health care bill passed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, And uh, the Supreme Court hearings are going on. This yes. is the guy, uh, Gorsuch. Yes. Gorsuch. Yes. He's being questioned. Yes. There was another good story. You see, they pulled over Wyclef. Yes, they did. From the Fugees they, in, uh, in Los Angeles. They arrested him because they They didn't arrest him. Uh, he was arrested, He Jeff. was not arrested. He was detained. Not even detained. Uh, it was for six minutes they had him in handcuffs, but okay, not arrested. Okay, what does that mean then? He was arrested for six he, minutes. No, he wasn't arrested. He was handcuffed and roughed what up for absolutely mean? nothing. That doesn't Arrested means you're arrested. Okay, they accidentally mistook him for somebody that had just robbed something. They thought that was him. Right, because he, he had a license yeah. plate in a, in a car that was similar to the yeah. one they were looking but for. But he is now suing. And I don't yeah. blame him. I do not. And I saw him all over the t- all over TV this morning. I do not blame him. Go ahead. Well, Wyclef? Sue. Of course, he's got a. Of course, he's but got a I case. wouldn't even. You know, honestly, Wyclef. First of all, he used to have wacky hair. Okay, so now he's bald. He looks like a lot of other people who would be bald. Like you know how white guys shave their head and yeah, they look like a lot of other white what, guys. Jeff, I mean, the, black the way, guys and the same way thing. Racism and you yes. know, people are profiling. He's got he's got a you know? case. He's yeah, got, he he's not. Case. I don't think he's going to sue though. Yeah, you need, I mean, if you need a lawyer, Mark and Paglia, he can definitely help you out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we're out of here. Listen, guys, thank you so much for Natalie. We're Friedman not totally. On. On. Natalie Friedman. Jack Rico, Nelson yeah. Seeley, thank you so much, guys, for coming on the podcast. Uh, again, we're going to try to have the podcast twice a week, okay? So this was uh, special today. How long do we go, Jeff? An hour. Oh 68 minutes. Email JJ the DJ at optonline.net. JJ the DJ at optonline.net. 516 Yeah, call Moment of silence for Chuck Berry. Yeah. Moment of silence for Chuck Barris. Wow. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if your name's Chuck, I'd be nervous. Yeah. And uh, moment of silence. Someone else died. Uh, I forgot. Oh, Jimmy Breslin, the columnist from oh, the Daily right. News, yeah, died. Yeah. So moment of silence for all those guys. Bye, guys. Happy hump day. Have a great day. Said it again, my boy, Selector. The Caroline Cadillo Show is a JJ production. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.